The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Dale, Hugh Evans, and Mark Wilson are here. It's half time in the Scottish Premiership. We're about to get the second 45 periods underway. Uh, and there's not a great deal happening, to be honest. St Mirren are one up on Dundee. It is a combination of results that you know would send Dundee towards the Championship as it stood today going into the game. They were five points behind St Johnson. If things stay the way they are, that'll of course become six points, and it'll be just with the the two games to go. So you're certainly in almost done territory at that stage, just like we are at the top today with Celtic winning. Yeah. In inverted commas, the uh, title. It's done. I mean, anyone who wants to call between five and six and give me a contradictory argument, I'd love to hear it. It's done. Celtic are the champions, and deservedly so, because of the phenomenal, consistent run that they have been on since September. St Johnston fascinate me. They can't score goals, therefore they're in trouble. And they'll be in trouble against the winner of our Broth and Inverness Cali Thistle for that reason. Because no matter what, we're hearing stories about Livingston and how everyone's relaxed and David Martindale's walking about the stand talking to supporters and saying hello to everyone. And it still doesn't bring out anything in St Johnston who are allegedly fighting for their survival. Goal Flashes with Aspire Industrial Services Leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear Right then, let's get these second halves underway If you are Mark McGee and or Callum Davidson Gordon Dale, surely the least you're expecting to see in this second half Is a bit of fight That you're not going to go down with a whimper Yeah, that's what surprises me, Gordon um, You can't you can't uh, coach what happened with the, the St Mern goal, Charlie Adam I don't know what's going through his mind but you can't coach that That's nothing to do with the manager But in the second half here He's got to really say Look This is our season If we've any chance We've got 45 minutes to try And even have a Possible Chance of saving it Get out there Give it everything Leave everything in the pitch See where it takes them Be interesting to see the second half It's been a bore fest This afternoon with goals We're looking for some goals The boys at the stadium I know they're Having a nice day And a nice easy shift But we certainly need goals yeah, Mark, again, for those who have not seen it, Roger Hanna tweeted it, I retweeted it, it's it's out there. It's it's actually it's, it is inexplicable what Charlie yeah. Adam has done there to gift the goal to St Mirren. I can't see what he's thinking of. You know, he does well down the corner, Cruyff turned, bit of composure that you would expect for Charlie Adam. But then... Oh, it was composed all right. Yeah, it was just... To then play it across your own six-yard box at knee height, so even if there is a player there, even if his goal is there with nobody run about him, it's, it's an awful ball But Greaves there Just to tap it in I mean I was saying to you guys I remember doing something similar When I was honestly 13 year old And it's stuck with me Ever since mm-hmm. Always remember it But imagine doing that In a Top flight game In a relegation battle Inexcusable Stuck with him Since he was 13 right. I feel for this boy You know he's probably Given a bad back pass was I, it? I went square Just like that uh, Went square yeah. Just And the boy tapped And he's in. never forgot it That's why he reached the top That's why no, that's he, why he held me back Because Just think how good I would have been If I, no, if I, I forgot I, about that I think ability helped, uh, Held you back I think you got that wrong <laughs> Ross County have made a change Hungbo has come on For Tilson At the break He's been He's a, an impressive season as well has I actually start. He's dropped out the starting living On a, a couple of games recently He's been great Especially remember Ibrox Where he scored two Within about 
two minutes each other looked identical goals as well didn't they remember that yeah, uh, great goals. Um, but I'm just that looking. That was the famous day that one was the. It was a replay, but yeah, Gordon yeah. thought it had scored again. <laughs> They've done it again. <laughs> no, new thing called uh, a replay, uh, Dad. Yeah, yeah, just get carried away, Mark. Uh, you know, that I was mean, one of been, my favourite moments. I've been carrying season. that. I've been carrying that all season. You've been carrying your memory uh, since you were thirteen. Let it go. Let it go. I'll let it go at the end of the season. <laughs> Always do. You're not so quick to comment on replays anymore. <laughs> Uh, I just looked at the league table In 36 matches St Johnson have scored 22 times I mean no wonder they didn't bother the way they are 22 goals <clears> in 36 <throat> matches When Callum Henry came back He actually looked like he was doing yep. a, a decent job What about Chief G though? Not so good <laughs> Not so good <laughs> uh, Oh well he's, uh, he's no, I'm going to need to take him out right? We're going out Matt, I'll take you out But it needs to be Somewhere Within nice. a certain bracket well, somewhere nice to use, probably. I don't know. After I've through. Aye, a greasy spoon or something yeah. like greasy that. Greasy spoon, eh? We've all grown up with them. All of a sudden, you played with Celtic. And he thinks he's a food snob. Oh, yeah, he thinks he's a big time. I like the food. You know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't that when he was playing with Dumbarton. He was going to any drive throughs <laughs> All of a sudden, it's, uh, I'll need to go somewhere nice. It is that time of the year when the prizes are handed <laughs> out. And this is an interesting story. If you know your football at this level, Darville have won the West of Scotland League. Now, this is the first ever West of Scotland League, Hugh. We, uh-huh. we focused on it a bit last season, um, or, or back when it was kicking off. This is it's essentially replaced the juniors, remember. For yeah. anyone who still deals in old money, technically the juniors isn't really around anymore. So the, the Premier Division of the West of Scotland League has many of your big-hitting junior sides mm-hmm. in it, your Auchinleck Talbots, your Pollock, the Bankies just along the road, and so on. Darville, I think, a lot of people know their story Hugely ambitious yep. uh, Financially well backed Lots of players there Who've played In the, the SPFL <laughs> Even the, the upper reaches of it And they have gone on A sensational run And they have won The West of Scotland Premier Division Darvel. So well done to them What that then means Is they now <coughs> go into A playoff system To try and get into The Lowland League Next season So again Stepping up that pyramid Hoping I'm sure To enter the SPFL In the not too distant future well, if people are backing the club and they are going through the pyramid system. Good luck to them then. You know, you you have a bottom <laughs> division that has teams in it who have been there like Cowdenbeath forever, and now their place in the SPFL is under threat. It, it, it's right that football is a meritocracy, and you have you have to have a a proper system which allows. People to travel in an upward direction. They've got a fantastic setup. You see the dressing rooms. Yeah. Dressing yep. rooms are amazing, Hugh. Mm. Honestly, they've really they ploughed a few quid into it. They pay good money. We and the, know that. The run they've gone on because for a long time, Auchinleck were in the driving seat, mm. and Darvel just kept on winning and winning and winning and winning. And you know the schedule that it can be at this time of season. I think yeah, two games. It seems tonight. like they've been playing. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday at six o'clock, back on again <laughs> yeah. at nine, and uh, out, out of the weekend. So it's been grueling, um, but they, they they are well backed. They do have. Many players that have played in the, the top leagues and they've won that division. So I, li- I like it. I am with you here that you know, you kind of just have a league where clubs stay there just because they've been there for you know 30 or 40 years. You need to have new blood if you like. Mm. And if Darvo are backing, you're putting the money behind it, and they're, they're being ambitious by getting players to come down the levels to play, I quite like that they're going through. But it's a long old road. Yeah, well done to everyone involved there. Darvel winning the West of Scotland Premier Division. Hugh, let's do this.
The second half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. Difficult but doable, I would say. I have played alongside Nuno Espirito Santo, Stephen Naismith and Charlie Mulgrew. I've been managed by Jim Leishman and John Toshak. Three of my teams made it to Scottish League Cup finals, but I only played in and won one of them. Who am I? So I played alongside Nuno Espirito Santo, Stephen Naismith and Charlie Mulgrew. I've been managed by Jim Leishman and John Toshak. Three of my teams made it to Scottish League Cup finals, but I only played in one of them and won it. Who am I? Couldn't agree more. Doable. Mm. Just a couple of bits in there that I think, as long as you give can, it away, as you can join just one or two up. I think you've got that one in the bag at Clyde SSB. It is a race, so be quick. Get your thinking caps on and send us a tweet at Clyde SSB and see if you can be the winner of the second half teaser. I don't fancy Gordon DL's chances. Of well, getting it Why not? I just I don't think it's your Because you're actually quite good at the Who yeah. am I? So this is not me trying to criticise you I think No you're I good think at, it is I no, think no. you'll find it is I think you'll find you're good at the, the Who am I I just don't think this is My concentration level is not era. there to do no, I'm not sure I've not really I'm just I've, I've got sort of one direction I'm going down But If I get that wrong then You see I'm I think we're, we're spoiled by the 12 o'clock kickoff Because that was a great game, but it yeah. seems like it was six weeks ago. Yeah, but there were five goals in it, and there could easily have been another five. Uh, a Celtic one, four, one, but the rest of the afternoon, one goal. Yeah, it's coming to life a bit. A chance for Livy Bailey clean through, but a great save from Xander Clark. Lewis Ferguson's had a a bit of a, a Charlie Adam moment. He's twenty five yards out, and he squared the ball to Newell, and his shot was blocked by Gallagher. Cancola's gone just wide from twenty five yards. For Ross County as well Well I had an effort in the first half Just over the bar So that's as good as Ross County Have probably produced a part for Charles Cook as well But we were chatting about a couple of weeks ago A couple of the guys were saying It's the lack of quality that's led to this kind of Logjam in the middle of your table And I was never quite agreeing with that Until I've seen today (laughs) When you think of these two that we're watching Ross County and Motherwell Going for Europe, I guess it's. T- I know it's tense, but just you know, pretty ordinary. If I'm honest, so it's been a poor old afternoon when there's so much at stake for clubs at both ends. You know, it is, it's too sunny there. You can't have football in sunshine. <laughs> you like it dark and dangerous, don't you? Yeah, it was overcast at Celtic Park this afternoon. Not a glimpse of sunshine. And we got a five goal thriller Don't forget for a bit of fun this afternoon We're asking you on Twitter To tell us about the weird and wonderful routes That you're planning to get to Seville Stephen Urquhart Ten of us are already on my stag do In <laughs> Benidorm oh. Oh. We're now trying to book buses From Ibrooks Bar to Seville And now my son who is 13 Is gate crashing my stag do On the Tuesday night that's <laughs> devastating. Oh, <laughs> Son turning up in your stag. stag yeah. No. Uh, right. Scott McFarlane, four nights leaving Monday, Glasgow, drive to Manchester, fly to Madrid via Brussels. Going to stay in Madrid, hired a car, and uh, onto the day of the game, back to Madrid whenever, and back to, Gla- back to Glasgow via Munich on Friday. <laughs> oh, and, and you said it, Gordon, it's not as if earlier on, it's not as if the fans can hang about. Somebody says a cup final, of course. 
just yeah. three days later. So it's not as if people can say, oh, we'll just stay out here. It doesn't matter. There's no time constraints on us. A lot of fans will need to be back for that. I like you this from John Doyle because people, a lot of people have been talking about you know getting bus. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think we've got one of these. And it's Curtis Main is putting St Mirren 2 up against Dunfermline Why is we still hearing Mastermind? Main. Pressing the wrong buttons St Mirren 2, Curtis Main has scored St Mirren 2, Dundee nil. St Mirren stay in the top flight uh, Is obviously going on Dundee's is not though, Hugh Keevans, no, you suspect no. um, the, the appointment of Mark McGee was difficult to understand uh, I have known Mark for many, many years But... <sighs> You'd have to be truthful and say it was difficult to understand. Hasn't won a single game. A terrific goal, according to Roger Hanna. We've got one of these two. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Hibs nil, Aberdeen one, and it's David Bates. Not a scorer of many goals, but he's got one this afternoon. Mm. There's not much to play for there. It needed livened up, and David Bates has done just that. 55 minutes gone. Hibs nil, Aberdeen one. Oh, the Hibs owner Ron Gordon, I believe, is uh, in the capital. Today uh, And is here to supervise The operation to find the new manager um, They need serious reorganisation The loss of Kevin Nisbet through injury Was deeply unfortunate The loss of Martin Boyle To football in the United Arab Emirates Was easy to understand That they, they couldn't deny the man Life changing money uh, but they have got themselves into a bit of a state When you consider this team were three up against Rangers In a cup tie earlier this season But now in a bit of a state And they really need some serious reorganisation Yeah, it was Declan Gallagher with the knockdown Six yards out, David Bates kept his composure And puts Aberdeen one up at Easter Road Two clubs just desperate for the end of the season now yep. Yeah, Big rebuilds at both you know, one with a manager, the other one with players, or, well, Hibs with players as well, so huge summer coming up. Keith Watson, sorry, replaced Conor Randall for Ross County. Liam Donnelly might be in a bit of bother for Motherwell also. If Ron Gordon doesn't get this one right, then where the mm. Hibs go? He, he, he dumped Jack Ross when he'd taken them to a cup final. Then he dumped Sean Maloney after 19 games. Now, no matter the results that Sean Maloney had, how can you... <coughs> Judge a man on 19 games And decide to sack him you know, th- What does that say about your judgement But that's, that's point the thing, in the first place? thing with owners There's mm. no accountability You know, they, he could just do the exact same Manager comes in, six months I don't fancy mm. him The fans could protest if they want yeah. But it doesn't make any difference We've judged, we've judged Mark McGee in 10 Is it 10 or 11 games? How long is uh, 11 games 11 games We've judged him in 11 Okay, he's not winning any Maybe <laughs> that's why But nowadays it's very, very quick that coaches get judged, and I'm I'm agreeing with you, Hugh. If you're going to bring in Sean Maloney, especially give him the backing of the the staff and everything that went with them, then you've got to give him a wee bit, you know, give him a bit of opportunity. What about the story during the week? Do you see that Chris Muller going back to Chicago Fire? Oh, the money was on. The newspaper reports that he at Hibs was in ten thousand pounds a week at Hibs. Now you should get sacked for that, not him. For putting them on that money Comes in for a couple of months Can't make any impact Scored against our broth I think in the cup Incredible Mm. Incredible Players have made a career of that Having one good season somewhere And then living off it for a bit Effie Ambrose has been sent off For Dunfermline Just before the hour mark It's goalless against Queen's Park In the playoffs As it was in the first leg But now Effie 
has got himself sent off and it's 10 man Dunfermline well, imagine Queen's Park there. imagine Queen's Park going and win that you know Queen's Park just fell away mid-season they didn't look like they were ever going to get up or even challenged for it Own Coyle comes in just at the right time and now they've got the advantage in that playoffs still some good stuff coming in on the journeys I said a lot of people have been talking about getting buses to London and so on first John Doyle says I drive the London overnight bus it's a lot more than seven hours and being a Celtic fan I will fully be enforcing the company's no alcohol policy he says <laughs> oh, brilliant that a bit of good fun uh, Craig Nelson's going Greenock to Seville direct a short 1800 mile trip in the car Ooh. Driving yeah. all the way to Seville I think there'll be a few people Oh, do that There was one on Super Scoreboard last night Who said that he would not pay the airfares So he and his sons In the car eh? The problem is the petrol prices aren't they yeah. far oh, off oh, is it So mm. A costly experience being a football fan Especially when your team's successful And they get to finals Yeah, Don McEwen says Greenock to, to Glasgow <laughs> That's quite an important part of the journey yep, apparently yep. To Corby North Northampton Driving on the ferry Dover, France, Spain, Seville Three drivers 250 quid each Camping on the beach Says Don McEwen What's wrong with that? Oh you could stay over in Corby He'll probably have relatives down there Everybody in Scotland has Yep Isn't it you? Yeah Remember yep. the old days Everybody used to go to Corby I've got, I've got a cousin in Corby myself There you go you got a relative <laughs> <laughs> Hello Frankie Charlie Adams subbed off I hope Roger Hanna asks oh, Mark McGee about it Oh Roger do. Please don't bottle it Roger, Roger. No, Everyone's no, listening no, no, Roger no. The full country's listening I Don't you Wimp out of it I said to you first half We've got the right man On the case here Roger Hanna 100% he'll bottle it Hugh yeah. Not at all I, I, I bet you will I agree He'll sweep that over and then he goes and he'll bottle it. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah. Not at all. Well, we'll see what he's made of. Yeah, that comes to five o'clock. I'd forgotten that a cousin in Corbyn. Do you mention that? There you go. <laughs> Everybody's got a relative in Corbyn. I've never heard of that before, really. Everybody. Where look, is that? Look at your family tree. Northampton. Yeah, yeah. down that way, yeah. Ah, yeah, no, no. On the way to Milton Keynes. And if you've any sense, you'll pass it. <laughs> no offence offended the oh, family nobody's listening Especially Frankie uh, uh, We certainly need a goal At Dingwall um, We're not getting a goal At Dingwall Daz There you go This is nil nil I agree with Mark No, nah, I think we'll get a goal I really do I think we're going to get a goal uh, I like this one Davey C Dave C 10 days Into my fortnight holiday It's going to be So he's going from Marmaris To Istanbul Getting a train from Istanbul to Madrid. Oof. How like, long is that? I don't taking, know. By that the sounds way. quite long. Then to Seville, the midnight boogie bus back to Madrid, back to Istanbul, and back to Marmaris for the last two days of the holiday. Wow. Oh, I don't know if that'll get in well with the family. Yeah. Imagine that. You stay by the pool for a couple of days. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> no, the train from Istanbul to Madrid. Apparently. That's, that's got to be. Over 15 hours You just made that up I was trying to calculate mileage In my head Okay I know okay. Europe like the back of my you hand You don't know the stops do you? It is Bang on 15 hours No Please tell me no Boom There we go Dazzler Have that I cannot believe it Come out of that yeah, no, According to Google No Europe like the back of my hand Bang on 15 mm. yep. Ah credit to you Thank you Newt
Credit. We'll just call him Choo Choo Wilson from Oh, now. credit. Oh, you know, you know your stuff in this game. Ross Callaghan with a drive from the edge of the box deflected wide. Uh, just to start a whole other discussion. Apparently, how much, producer Chris? 29 euros for a 15 hour train journey. Oh, that's, that's okay. That's, that's magnificent. Oh, we are getting value. scammed in this My country. You, how Should much is your ticket to get to, to Edinburgh, here? Probably. Nothing to, you got a pass. No, oh, you get a pass. Get pass so you yeah. Uh huh. Me and Hugh got nothing. That's yeah. unbelievable, isn't it? You should go. No, I, I would happily do that. I catch you. I love. Oh no! By the way, I I took my boys away. Fifteen hours on a train. Just when lockdown lifted, and I went to Paris with them, and I got the train from yeah. Paris to the south of France, and the south of France to to Rome. Brilliant. Yeah. The trains aren't like the trains you get here. See that uh, It's not against Scotrail by the way That memory you've had Since you're 13 Your football Your boys have got to live with that They loved it Got, got travel Monopoly Played that for about oh, four hours I'm <laughs> <laughs> past the time <laughs> I'm uh, Yeah I've got it all sorted oh, boys kick, kick back the wildlife here I've got the Monopoly coming out <laughs> and Barton 1 Edinburgh City 1 Ryan Shanley on 64 minutes It's 5-2 on aggregate to Edinburgh City so I don't think there's any shock on the cards there I think Edinburgh City will see this one out in the playoffs oh. I think Mark's right though the, the, the Motherwell and Ross County look as if they could play all day in well there's a great opportunity for Jordan White there a ball just played over the top he on falls on his left foot he must do better if, if you're Ross County you're thinking hit the target and you'll score yeah but if I say they can play all day and not score I'm trying to get a goal <laughs> yeah. yeah you had that was a classic earlier actually <laughs> like, that, Maeda was through oh. on goal <laughs> and he said Hearts were more likely to score uh-huh. at that point right double change for Motherwell and it, it's an attacking one because Van Veen has come on along with Callum Slattery so that's a striker and a midfielder Joe Efford and Oyala have gone off So they've taken a centre half off Well they need to go for it now Because Daz pointed out earlier The remaining fixtures Hearts and Celtic This is Motherwell shot at it If they don't do anything In the remaining 20 odd minutes here Then I'm afraid that would be it for them Yeah I agree The last two fixtures will be very difficult I know Hearts will be One eye on the Scottish Cup final Of course they will uh, But they're still We watched them today They've still got a very good squad. They've got good players, so it'll be difficult. And then, last last game of the season, going to Celtic Park. Well, wouldn't like to be involved in that. Mm. No, that's it's, carnival time next it, Saturday. Yeah, it's, it's been better for Ross County actually. In these past couple of minutes, they've got in a few times. Motherwell thrown bodies in it in the box, so they need something up the other end, especially if they got Van Veen on. Oh, what, what a save. save that is. That's the best chance of the game. Yeah, is it Callaghan? Is it Callaghan, yeah. yeah. Spittle. Spittle. I think, yep. yeah. Yeah, Gordon, for a well, well done. Can't see for a so. Magnificent from Liam Kelly. He's Spittle one, thinks he's put his team in the lead there. He's one of a, only a few Motherwell players who gets absolute pass marks this season. Yeah, yeah. Jordan White, former Motherwell striker, has now shot over, so it's the home side looking likely. You Motherwell fans are harsh. Oh. I mean, you are still in the running for Europe. Top six. Look at the teams ahead of you: Celtic, Rangers, Hearts. All right, Dundee United, and Ross County, but what's Aberdeen your, what, what's and had, point here? that he's he's one of the only ones that gets past. No, there must be, be more. Like, in you there. Know, if you were talking about Motherwell players that have had genuinely good seasons individually, there won't be many. Not many. No, no. 
to get into that position Well when they do have a good season I mean You must be pushing the top two Win it Just win the league I'm used to the old days Of Willie Pettigrews And that this world Real players Well What was the highest league position Motherwell's finish Second Yeah hmm? Yeah Then that, that year that you went up to Pataudry mm-hmm. What In the olden days Your day Yeah Where were they All oh, right up there Challenger and what bit was the brand of football Texaco <laughs> Cup? <laughs> oh no, the brand of football. The Texaco Cup. Cup was famous. Uh, yeah, against Spurs. Tottenham Hotspur. Remember these days, Gordon? Well, no, because uh, we, we, you were in the born, were you? Penalty to Motherwell. There oh. you go, Van Veen. Is it going to be Van Veen? He was him that went down certainly, so he might. He's only just on. He might pick himself up and try and take it. Um, Liam Donnelly has taken a lot of penalties in the past as well. In fact, did he miss one at Dingwall at the start of last season? I think he did. I think Ooh, Liam Donnelly. Oh, yeah, the county players and management are furious with that, you have to say. I don't know. I bet that cross comes into the box, bounces in front of Van Veen. He touches it round the corner. Yeah, Yakovite. attempts to play it, and Van Veen Ooh. goes down. That looks as soft, soft <laughs> as they come. I don't think. Is that. Oh, I don't. Has he just kicked him. No. Oh, I don't. No, no, I don't I think don't. so. Is that, is that Nick Walsh? No. Who has that as refereeing? Mm. The boy in the black. Who has that as refereeing? He's wearing green. Oh. His name escapes me for some reason, but it's not uh, Nick, Nick Walsh, Walsh for no. sure. Right. Up his steps, Kevin Van Veen. Goal flashes <laughs> with AspireGlasgow.com. He sends the keeper the wrong way, and Motherwell take the lead in Dingwall. 67 minutes gone. Ross County nil. Motherwell won. Kevin Van Veen from the spot. A result which would leapfrog Motherwell into fifth place, above Ross County, and into the European spot. Bedlam in the away end in Dingwall. Still a long way to go. Oh, I'm going to book the camper van as we speak, Gordon. <laughs> for, for next year, I will be, be the driver. Early qualifying rounds, yeah. you and Gordon had this content, and that I'm sure. I'm going nowhere near him. Oh, like that. <laughs> but, uh, what, listen, what a result this would be. You you said that Malky McKay up for manager of the year. There's Graham Alexander, another dugout, getting stick week after week. Yet, yeah, if this stays like this, he leapfrogs them and they're in a European spot. One of those great sequence of events Liam Kelly has an absolutely top drawer save To deny Ross County the lead And then what looks a very, very, very soft penalty And Van Veen puts Muddle in front You take the penalty all day long But if I was Malky Mackay I I wouldn't be too happy with that uh, decision But it gets him the goal Gets us in the lead Three points, here we come Europe, here we come Next year we'll be texting in This is the way we're going Motherwell to Hamilton Station Hamilton into Rutherglen Over the bus <laughs> uh, Right, remind we're us remind, We're all going on a European tour Sing the Motherwell fans <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely uh, Hugh, your second half teaser please I have played alongside Nuno Espirito Santo Stephen Naismith and Charlie Mulgrew I've been managed by Jim Leishman and John Toshak Three of my teams made it to Scottish League Cup finals, but I only played in one of them, but won it. Who am I? Super Mick wants to throw in Javier Sanchez Broto. No. Gordy11 wants to go for Stuart Lovell. Not Stu. Uh, Bert has got a couple of names for you. He wants to throw in Josie Katongo. No. Or Russell Latipi? No. Okay, keep your guesses coming I at th- Clyde SSB. I think I've got this. Write it down and show me your paper, and I will. Tell you if you've got it 
There's a Scotsman scoring south of the border Jamie Walker putting Bradford 2 up on Carlisle The Dazzlers got it Well done Gordon DL You got that Yeah Ah well done Airdrie 1 Montrose 3 On the day Lewis Milne uh, For Montrose They're certainly heading through in these playoffs Tell you what 4-1 aggregate What a clearance this is Stephen O'Donnell crossing Swinging into the box Oh, that's good oh, defending. Oh, is it White coming in at the back post? I don't know, yeah. right place, right time. Just reminded me of his performance at Wembley that night in the Europe. I mean, it Euros. seems so long ago, but this time last year we were looking forward to that. So all, all ahead is now we have to it look forward so to November. Ago you said with you that there'd be no goals here. Now it's end to end stuff. There's Hungbo, only been one. Hungbo slips a nice pass into the box, but it is cut out. Keep your guesses coming on the teaser then at Clyde SSB. Keep telling us about your weird and wonderful trips to Seville and Celtic fans. Half an hour's time. The open line is here. How are you feeling? You're champions to everyone, apart from the official league table. You're pretty much champions. How do you feel about it? What a success story after last season, the rebuild. What about the game today itself? Very convincing. Pick up the phone and let us know at 5 o'clock, please. 01419511025. We've got another one of these. Goal flashes <laughs> with AspireGlasgow.com. It's Livy Nil, St Johnston 1, and guess who scored? It's not Nadir Chieftain, oh, it's Glenn oh, Middleton with a header. Not one of the bigger players on the pitch, but he scored a header. Uh, Livingston nil, St Johnston 1. Great for St Johnston, of course, and you would have to say it probably seals the fate. Of Dundee Well that was the nightmare equation for Going down as it stands Dundee. officially yeah, yeah Dundee If Dundee lose And St Johnston win Dundee are officially relegated This evening So they've got 20 minutes to go But I would think Dundee are officially relegated Yeah it looks like it Liam Shaw Has come on for Ross Tierney For Motherwell mm. Coming loan from Celtic Has not played a lot of football At all for Motherwell But he's come on to try and shore things up yeah, he'll be disappointed with his season, I'm sure. But uh, if he's part of a team that successfully gets to Europe, you're laughing at. Someone's uh, photoshopped a picture of you as a chauffeur, as a creepy oh, chauffeur. Oh, no, please. Uh, Lundstrom Loyal and saying, I've got my chauffeur taking me to Seville. Yeah, oh, picture. that could be a wee... Aye. Ah, a wee earner for you. Oh, yeah, nah. anybody wants me to drive the minibus. Yeah, you'll but that, that's St. Johnson Levy game. Did someone say that St. Johnson have won there? Yeah, last three uh, Last three years Yeah, and I think it was, there? I think At the Tony Macaroni who, Who's there? David, David, David Freel. Freel Good, good knowledge Good bit of knowledge Yeah Sat uh, next to David last week Very intelligent guy Very good uh, conversationalist I'll tell you what you don't, like to, you don't like to be out of the playoffs By the first leg Bonnie Rig Rose 3 Oh no Cowden B <laughs> oh, 0 no. Dean oh, Brett no. on 74 minutes oh, more odds it looks way. like they are heading out of the SPFL the blue Brazil yeah more will and not be happy Bonnie there. Rig Rose replacing them um, you and I had this discussion earlier in the office about I think I advised you not to back Cowdenbeath you certainly did Gordon you'll be and I went, against, <laughs> I went against you you're joking and it's ruined oh. my day that's it I don't get the respect I, I know sorry you. Gordon I told you not to yeah you did you did say that yeah what about the Motherwell fans behind that goal Taps off, I think you call <laughs> mm. it. Round their head at the minute, enjoying themselves. Yeah. Well, it's not that often this year that we'll get something to celebrate, Mark. So, and it's a lovely day in Dingwall. Nice, nice trip up down to Aviemore, fish and chips. Way home, perfect day. Would you have the, the shirt off if you were there? 
Um, no, I'm a bit old for that. Not maybe, your style. Maybe back in the day, but a bit old. I would certainly look forward to my stopover and Avimo. Liked Avimo. Uh, right, keep your guesses coming at Clyde SSB. I like the question. Uh, We've had a bit of a technical difficulty mm. on this Ross oh, County no. Motherwell game It's crashed The sight of men from Motherwell with no tops on Has broken yeah. the internet <laughs> uh, We're going to have to try and get it back But Dave Galloway is there He'll keep us up to speed On what is happening um, English Premier League games are on By the way If there's anything outstanding I will flag it up for you But nothing really catching the eye yet Is it tonight? Aston Villa beating Burnley It yeah, was 3-0 away from home I, The last time I've seen it Is Burnley away? I take it It must be Is it tonight? Liverpool Spurs isn't it? And then yes, it Man is. City, Newcastle Tonight Some... as well is it not? I thought that was tomorrow Could be tomorrow mind. Gordon yeah Your old team going to do it After Champions League disappointment? Oh I was gutted I could not believe that situation They had it in the palm of their hands And I'm thinking that's two of my ex-teams going to finals And unfortunately for City Well done to Real Madrid I love Ancelotti I love the so your I, type of guy? Yeah, yeah Cool, calm, collective Just like the way he walks about Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like Ancelotti Did you see the uh, After or, or an extra time He turned to Tony Cruz And it was another player on the touchline And somebody had pictured that He was asking advice Maybe it was Tony Cruz that put it on Asked advice who Which sub best to put on we compliment the team Somebody They wow. comment And that's, that's how he's such a great manager He takes well, the players He gets other people uh, To make his decisions <laughs> You know if it was yeah. a wrong put decision That was Tony Cruz's <laughs> fault I'm in 20 grand appearance I'll go on Come on Hugh Let's put a kilt on it Andy Robertson Staring at his Third Champions League final He's already won one of them Lost one of them And now he's Going at it for a third time Ten years ago He was a Queen's Park player uh, So he's a great fairy tale story Andy Robertson Captain of his country uh, just an outstanding career, uh, and you know to play Real Madrid. Every young boy, when Real Madrid came to Glasgow to play, strangely enough, Eintracht Frankfurt in the European Cup final, uh, it was the turning point for football in this country because people realised that we were watching a different version of the game, and the, the game modernised itself thereafter. And Real Madrid are always everyone's idea of the glamour club. So Liverpool-Real will be a wonderful final in a wonderful setting in Paris. Yeah, they lost, of course, last time they met, but I feel like Liverpool have come a long way mm. since then, particularly <laughs> it wasn't a famous night for the goalkeeper. That, oh, I remember that, that I uh, If I was making a prediction, I think I would go Liverpool. I just think they're sensational. When they get up and running, you know, that front three and Robertson, the full backs are incredible. <sighs> Look, Benzema, I'll have something to say about it. He's top class. Top class. Oh, yeah. Don't think he gets enough praise. Uh the lad junior on the left hand side, um, terrific pace as well. They'll be a threat, but I think And Liverpool... who would Rangers rather face Rangers rather face in the Super Cup, Real Madrid or Liverpool? Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a big game. I'm going. I'm I've got a spare ticket actually. To what? Champions League final. Seriously? Well, as a gaffer. I'm not going. Oh, so yeah. No chance. I'm not going in a camper van, but. That's what I was going to say. We need to take. <laughs> it's take camper the van over. <laughs> we need to take the Passat. That's the only downside. Passat's in heaven. Uh, I'm only young. I wish I had. I'm quite sad that my sort of shared 
journeys with you to work didn't exist when the Passat was around. Oh, you'd have loved the Passat. Did you ever go on that thing? No. I've oh, it was disgusting. Oh, <laughs> you'd have loved the Passat. The memories. I was not what it was like. I was like somebody. Out there. It was. It was horrific. The, the somebody dented the wheelie bin, and the wheelie bin in the front seat when I went in. I was picking litter up to try and get in. It's something the Passat haven't told me. What would you have described it as well? Grey was it? <laughs> it was grey. Was it? It, it started white. It was pretty grim. It started uh, white. It was uh, always dented. I felt yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was one of those cars that I left open because nobody was stealing that. Right? No, <laughs> nobody was stealing that. So it was grey because you could park it anywhere. No, dude. If you damaged it, you didn't prove it. Remember when you got? I always remember when you got your new car after the Passat. I love you. You were well chuffed. I mean, electric windows and. You know, actual heating oh, that oh, on oh, you, this, you were no, so happy. Oh, no, no, this is this is one of the most embarrassing. When I done super scoreboard out in the road, uh, I drove up to one of the the, the games right in the Passat, and the the steward come up to me and I had to open the door. Go, go on, get out of the car. The boy, the boy said, "You think you give you enough money to get a new motor, son?" <laughs> yeah, but oh. remember, then as soon as he got his new car, he went to Celtic Park to cover oh, the game, and he, because it was a it was a push start button, he didn't turn the car off. <laughs> That's right, and it drained the battery, and the oh. son, he, he had to come and pick him up at Celtic Park <laughs> after the game. Do you, do you know? I, I actually phoned the boy and says, "Look, Celtic fans are still here; they're leaving." Don't come until they're all <laughs> I was sitting there at 7 o'clock <laughs> Right, let's recap the football then It is Hibs nil, Aberdeen 1 It is Livingston nil, St Johnston 1 It's Ross County nil, Motherwell 1 Three aways so far But St Mirren are two up on Dundee If things stay this way We will have Dundee officially relegated uh-huh. On the day which we have Celtic Unofficially as the champions So we're nearly there if you pick up the phone on the open line Let us know how you're feeling about the football We do have a full-time teaser up and running Hugh, if you could remind us of the question Okay, I have played alongside Nuno Espirito Santo Stephen Naismith and Charlie Mulgrew I've been managed by Jim Leishman and John Toshak Three of my teams made it to Scottish League Cup finals But I only played in and won one of them Who am I? Um, Paul's gone for... Daniel Boritka I wonder if he means Derek Boritka <laughs> It's not him anyway It's not him. him Yeah keep your guesses coming At Clyde SSB There on Twitter uh, We have been having Some uh, good fun Today as well Asking you about Your weird and wonderful Roots To Seville uh, Neil Atkinson says It's my brother-in-law To Bees Stag doing Albufera Next weekend So Albufera to Faro Bus to Seville On the Tuesday Back via Madrid And London Oof. You know, I hope the Stag's a football fan You've got a feel for this guy Is that he's Stag do planned for Months yeah. And then people just mm. Get lost and go to Seville for the football It's pretty decent that isn't it to, You know a place The final The final's in a place where Is accessible reach a, reach a holiday destination Or Stag do destination You can just detour a wee bit Stop in for the game and back Will is this Tuesday flying to Greece for a family wedding, then coming back to Manchester to go to Portugal and then to Seville. Oh, that's terrible planning. <laughs> I mean, surely you could get a flight to Greece to just cancel the wedding. Nobody uh, <clears throat> go to work anymore. <laughs> Not when Wednesday there won't be. <laughs> Not when these what? things are on the horizon. You find ways. 
I'm still trying to work out who that referee is. Can anybody? Can can Dave? Yeah, I know his name. I just for some reason too much stuff about you and the creepy chauffeur and all. Yeah, the rest but of Dave's it. sitting there with I, the team I know sheet. His name. I'd rather just remember. It will come back to me for sure. What do you want to know the referee? I don't know. I just I thought it was Nick Walsh, but it's not. No, it's de- hundred percent not. I don't know why. I can't remember, but it will come back to me. Why are you not having his performance? It's not like you to. No, I, I just I think he's one for the future. Um, one for the future. Why? Because he gave Motherwell David a penalty. Monroe, David Monroe would never have got that. David Monroe. He gave you a penalty I, I, to get his look, into Europe. Yeah, listen, there's still a bit of football to be played. We've still got Hearts Wednesday and obviously Celtic next. What about week. Ross County's fixtures? How how are they looking? Dundee United and yeah. Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. So Ooh, still a lot to be. Yeah. Still a bit of work to be done. A lot to be done. It depends. You know. Hold on, got one of these. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Hibs have equalised against Aberdeen. We did say not a lot to play for, but both of these sides need to try and give their fans something to cheer about at the end of a tough season. And Paul McGinn has equalised for the home side. So after David Bates had put Aberdeen in front, Paul McGinn has scored, and it's level at Easter Road. Unlikely goal scorer, Paul McGinn. He's been. He's been hit and miss this season You know Some of the times you see him He looks solid And he's adapted To that role well Playing Sometimes The right of back three But other times In big games He's looked a bit Off it You know Semi-final against Hearts these are, I'm thinking these are, these are two teams That just want the season over yeah, with You yeah. know what I mean And then It's got to be a, a Summer of hard work And recruitment And For Hibs A new manager uh, as well So there's a lot of work To be done with these two teams In the summer yeah, You just wonder Who's going to take that Hibs job I think they'll have a lot of uh, People applying for it Of course, oh, of course. It's a massive job uh, When Ron Gordon Did the, the the series of interviews A few weeks ago To uh-huh. explain his thinking um, It was via Zoom call I was on the Zoom call And he was very taken By the fact that um, My first name And his surname Were the same And uh, he Kicked off the full thing by saying, "Oh look, it's Gordon grilling Gordon," and then just proceeded to like laugh to himself. I just mm. sat awkwardly, not having any clue. Did you not have a chuckle with him? How to react? Sounds, I didn't think it was that funny. Aye, that sounds that funny. funny. See, to, I, I like got that. To Gordon pre- just pretend. I mean, no. I probably get. I'm, I'm well, he's not like going that. for the Hibs job. Probably give a wee smile. No, you know, no, I'm, I'm polite, polite enough, but I chuckle at you. Where else are you going to take that? Nah, you can't laugh at that rubbish part of him. Dean Cornelius. Has come on Connor Shield So again a bit more defensive For Motherwell As they look to share uh, Shore things up Dean Cornelius Who would pros- possibly have his top off In the away end If he wasn't playing He's going to say that He'll be He's in the crowd the dream. 90 minutes If this stays the same He'll be in the crowd won't he Yeah I would have thought Couple so Couple mates I would have thought so It's a lovely day In Dingwall Just preparing everyone For a European tour Hugh Perhaps that's what's happening here Well It would be What Two wins in 16 For Graham Alexander and that's you in Europe So it's quite mm. astonishing You're only as good as your last game Hugh uh, I'm looking at Motherwell Stringing five along the back now They're happy with what we've got Quite rightly so five. Can they hold out though? Yeah. That's the question Yes I think they it's can It's not always go. easy I think they you can You guys have got to praise Graeme Alexander If he gets a result here Why? Can it be any of this Oh it's only What four points and Uh oh Flashes With AspireGlasgow.com there has been an equaliser It's at Livingston though Livy 1, St Johnston 1 It looked like Jack Fitzwater A bit of a scramble Either way It has ended up beyond Xander Clark 
and Livy have pulled themselves level. Livy won, St Johnston won. Now, that means Dundee's position wouldn't quite be as secure as that, right? Let me double check that. Um, would they be automatically relegated today? No. Uh, no, they wouldn't. Six points? Yes, they would. Would they? No. No, six points. Oh, yeah. The, the, the table that I'm looking at is not caught up yet. That's all it yeah. is. So. Yeah. And guess who get booked for Motherwell? Gordon. Guess who get booked for Motherwell? A regular guy. That gets Van Veen. Van Veen. Van Veen. How many bookings does this guy get? Uh, he's holding the record, does he? I think that's thir- is that 13 for the season? Yes. So Dundee will have to fight another day, uh, but... It's a lost cause. Yeah, that is that. The only question is oh still my. in that game is if oh Roger Roger's going to ask the question. How did Ross County not score there? Incredible ball in from the right hand side. Just goes one of his left foot. What's a brilliant ball in there? Oh, Wait at the back post oh. again. See when you look at Hungbo and the effect he's had in this game since look he's at come that on. Ball, Mark. It's amazing that he, he didn't start the game. Because he's come on, he's been lively, he's went at the Motherwell back line every time, he's had the ball and then he's put in a couple of good ones, but that's his f- best one. Oh, it's actually a big day at the top of the table, the, the disciplinary table, because going into today, Jack Baldwin and Kevin Van Veen of Ross County and Motherwell respectively were tied on 12 bookings each at the top of the table. Baldwin has not yet been booked and Kevin Van Veen has so he's, he's, we're he's gone into the lead on the last day, of the, day. On the, as the season yeah. draws to a close. We're winning everything up there. But what we got in the last four or five minutes at Dingwall, good result. The other results, Dundee, I agree with you, they're gone. They can start preparing, new manager. It's another one as well, Hugh. It's not official. If it stays like this, it's six points with two games to yeah. go and an inferior goal difference. So it's... Yes, it's over, but it's not. <laughs> Just a bit like the, the, the picture at the top. I think the picture at the top is is clearer. Um, you know, as I say, I would invite anyone who doesn't think that Celtic are champions to call between five and six o'clock and explain why they're not. Um, but I'm basing Dundee's demotion on the fact that there were 11 games under Mark McGee, not a win. He said that a week ago if we win the last three we could be in the playoff well he's lost today again and he'll lose the next two as well I mean looking back Mark maybe we shouldn't be too surprised you can't take anything away from the achievement but Dundee did finish was it third or fourth in the championship last season they weren't brilliant they got through against Kilmarnock and it was tough to get the the sort of uplift from the players that they added in the summer so it's maybe not entirely surprising, and I hope that doesn't seem as if it's unfair taken away from last season's achievements. But it's not like they were runaway winners of the championship, outstanding, and everyone backed them to go up and mix it in the top league. I agree with you. I thought it was a surprise. I think everybody was surprised by that result in the playoffs. So, you know, maybe a wee bit too soon for them. Maybe they weren't prepared themselves. I thought the the squad coming into the the league season the Premiership season was ageing a bit you know I thought one or two of the signings again were questionable you wonder were the right players to to try and pull you through this campaign which was always going to be difficult so I don't think it's any great surprise if I'm honest hold on a minute oh that's a big goal there's two though right Dunfermline nil Queen's Park 1 
This is going to send Queen's Park beyond Dunfermline in the playoffs. They're 1-0 up in aggregate. I'm sh- Airdrie are 4-3 oh, up now on Montrose. And they're oh. level 4 all on aggregate Game of the day 4-3 yeah. What were they? Three? They were 3-1 three, down They three, were one down, down, down now, and four, out 3-1 three three, down And that would have been Well 4-1 in aggregate Was it? They mm-hmm. were down And they've came back To 4-4 four, four. To 4-4 four, four. That's incredible How big a result that is East 88 oh. minutes yeah, That's East. massive that mm. For Queen's Park Our old colleague Stephen Mill Oh you'll be You'll be devastated Dunfermline man I mean Dazzler and I uh, Can remember when Dunfermline were a club Playing European football Yeah I mean the, the, It was a great place to go uh, I mean I get the logic But he can't remember Yeah anything. I do I know what you mean though He's old enough <laughs> I remember playing there In a packed house In a, yeah. in a Fife derby Yeah uh, Jim Leishman a, a terrific manager Terrific Pars man um, Great setup, Good club My That's uh, That stays the same And in it. the 89th minute as well At home and you lose the goal mm-hmm. That's That's got to hurt Well just To sum up Our colleague Stephen Mill's mindset He's apparently just Texted producer Callum And asked him to go for Many pints Tonight <laughs> uh, So please drink responsibly <laughs> If you can Let's finish off this teaser Hugh The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online I have played alongside Nuno Espirito Santo, Stephen Naismith and Charlie Mulgrew. I've been managed by Jim Leishman and John Toshak. Three of my teams made it to Scottish League Cup finals, but I only played in one of them and won it. I am David Fernandez. David Fernandez. These three tweeters are separated by a matter of seconds mm. so if you think producer Chris has got them in the wrong order forgive us they were literally seconds apart the third place we think was Mikko at Fluffy Basket second place Kyle Chalmers and the winner was Pro Ev at Cooper Da well done to you the winner of the second half teaser David Fernandez lots of you got it thanks for taking part let's go full time Livingston David Friel Full time Gordon Livingston once and Johnson once and Johnson got the draw that means they will surely dodge automatic relegation but Callum Davidson said they're now preparing for a relegation playoff against Labroth or Inverness and they are 6 points and 7 goals worse off than the Saints with 2 games to go relegation battle is not officially over but Davidson will probably be thinking about that playoff now first half was pretty even here so Johnson could have been ahead inside 20 seconds Melka Halberg made a run down the right and picked out Callum Hendry but his shot flew over the bar Joel Nubley then missed a good chance for Livingston but it was a half of very few openings really second half was just as tight for a long spell but Odin Bailey missed a great chance on the hour after being played through with Xander Clark making the save it looked like the game was heading for a goalless draw but Johnson's sub Glenn Middleton struck in 76 minutes fellow sub James Brown swung in across the back post and the forward squeezed in a header but it was a late twist when Jack Fitzwater scrambled an equaliser for Levy in 90 minutes to leave sweat and Saints sweating just that little bit more full time Livingston won St Johnston won I think we've got another full time It's in Paisley this time, Roger Hanna It is St Mirren 2, Dundee and Eldendee's Premiership status is hanging by a thread tonight Gordon, they've tumbled 6 points Adrift of St Johnson at the bottom of the table Just 2 games left As David said, their goal difference 7 worse than the Saints And their fate could well be still at home to Hibernian on Tuesday night at Dens Alec Grieve and Curtis May the strikers Scored the goals which guarantee St Mirren survival for another season But the Dark Blues are all but down after a win Streak under Mark McGee stretched to a dozen games. A disastrous start after just 
four minutes. Charlie Adam somehow got himself in a terrible flankle in the corner of his own box, down by the byline. He nicely tidied the ball up after a threat by Marcus Fraser, but somehow managed to knock a ball across the face of his own goal. Young goalkeeper Harry Sharp, no chance at all. It fell straight to Alec Grieve, and the New Zealand striker did the easiest tap in of the season. That rattled indeed, they were on the back foot. There was a cross by Alec Gogues in a header by Curtis Main. It's just a fine save by Sharp after 20 minutes. Greg Kelty threatened, Conor McCarthy also threatened before the break. And the Saints had a decent penalty shout turned down by referee David Dickinson when Grieve went down in the box. They briefly rallied indeed at the start of the second half. Ryan Sweeney had a header tipped round the junction of post and barred by Saints goalkeeper Jack Anik. And then a couple of minutes later, a stramash in the box. It ended with Anik falling on the ball after a miss effort by Jordan McGee. But the second goal just drained all the life out of the visitors. They came after 55 minutes. Terrific crossfield pass for Fraser. Tamed inside the box by Curtis Main, who unleashed a fantastic left foot finish high past Sharp and into the roof of the net. It was a deserved win for the buddies. They are staying up. But the deal looked doomed for an immediate return to the championship. St Mirren 2, Dundee nil. Six minutes added on at Easter Road and five in Dingwall. Um, so we're not quite there yet on... Those games It's finished between Dumbarton and Edinburgh City So Edinburgh City winning 5-2 On aggregate in that one So well done to them Commiserations to Dumbarton In the playoffs As we said already Dunfermline are down By the looks of it If Queen's Park can hang on Is it finished yet? I don't think it is I don't think so um, Ross McCrory's gone down He took Porteous's volley on the head um, maybe a few minutes because he looks in a bad way So hopefully Ross McCrory is okay And we're surely about to finish in Dingwall There was a delay there though Kevin Van Veen was wrestling with Jack Baldwin It's the, the battle of the bad boys Should have been a booking for Baldwin I think he just pulled Van Veen back Pretty simple yellow card but he got away with it Yeah now so remember it's a minimum of five minutes That stoppage took place within the five So it might run on a little bit more The five minutes is up But I think David Monroe uh, may add on a bit more as it's hacked clear No, it's full time in Dingwall, Dave Galloway Yeah, full time uh, Ross County nil, Motherwell won a, a dramatic game as it turns out The early pressure uh, all came from Ross County They forced uh, three quick corners And Vokins let fly from distance to test Kelly They went close following another corner The ball was worked to Cancola Just outside the D and he flashed a drive just over. But Motherwell came into things, forcing a, a couple of corners, and then Efford got played through. He forced county keeper Laidlaw into his first save of the game, smartly turning the ball around the post from the resultant corner. Shields had a chance, but his header found the top of the net. So goalless at the interval. Ross County stepped up the pressure around the hour mark. Callaghan's shot from the edge of the box was deflected wide. White couldn't connect properly when Kang Cola uh, cleverly put him in and Spittle's rasping drive was brilliantly saved by Kelly after Watson's layoff then Spittle sent the ball over for White at the back post but the striker shot over the bar couldn't hit the target they were, they were however County made to pay on 68 minutes when Motherwell were awarded a penalty kick Jakoviti controversially a judge to have brought down Van Veen who dusted himself down and coolly sent Laidlaw the wrong way with his spot kick County threw caution to the wind and it looked like they basically went with a, a five up front Hungbo sent in a great cross from the right but it evaded everyone and went narrowly past the post 
the, the home side really through the kitchen sink at Motherwell and Kelly pulled off a magnificent save in injury time to deny Hungbo once again his uh, brilliant delivery went through a rock of bodies a crowded penalty box Kelly at full stretch to turn the ball behind so it's Bedlam in the Motherwell end the Motherwell uh, players going to salute their fans Ross County threw everything at Motherwell but it's ended up Ross County nil. Motherwell won Oh, what a game ending well the Motherwell fans enjoying that one and it moves Motherwell above Ross County and into the European place let's go to Fraser Wisher it's done at Easter Road yeah eventually done 53 minutes we played in the second half because of injuries and a late injury to Ross McCrory in stoppage time but ended up a really decent game the second half livened up after a poor first 45 became a proper game plenty of excitement and goals were unlikely sources Aberdeen had David Bates to thank for the lead but Hibbs pushed Dons back after that and got deserved equalising 83 minutes from Paul McGinn few clear cut chances in the first half Melkerson turned sharply had a low shot brought it a good save from Joe Lewis full stretch I think a tip wide for Aberdeen Lewis Ferguson goal bound volley blocked by Harlan penalty claims Bobby Madden said no for handball and then Johnny Hayes tested Macy for a low shot from a wide free kick it was turned wide by the keeper at the near post but the second half much better real edge to the game competitive good tempo Lewis Ferguson inexplicably passed straight to Joe Newell 25 yards out and went to pull the trigger a great block by Declan Gallagher and it was Gallagher that played a huge part in the opener at the other end after 55 minutes Johnny Hayes with a deep cross from the left hand side to the back post Gallagher headed down a really good touch and smart finish six yards out from centre back David Bates but he was reacted well a real period of pressure Josh Campbell header held by Lewis on his line then goal scorer Bates stopped a certain goal he threw himself to block a Harry Clark shot as Hibbs pushed for the equaliser it was all Hibbs Hanlon header was close had drifted just over Joe Newell missed a great chance Scott headed down great touch by Newell eight yards out but Joe Lewis brilliant save he threw himself at the ball to save Newell's shot fantastic save by the goalkeeper then Bates at the other end a rare attack from Aberdeen should have got the second and put the game to bed diving header over the bar from ten yards and they were made to pay for that miss because the equaliser came much deserved for him 83 minutes very similar goal to Aberdeen's Jasper across on left hand side back post Scott knocked it down it was volleyed home from six yards by Paul McGinn all hips from then but they couldn't force the winner Josh Doig closest in the last minute when his shot from inside the six yard box was blocked by David Bates really enjoyable second half and probably a fair result although Hibbs perhaps just edged it but both teams still got a chance of seventh place full time at Easter Road Hibernian 1 Aberdeen 1 and it's that time on a Saturday where it's over to you 01419511025 pick up the phone and let us know what is on your mind Here's a very obvious place to start Celtic fans You're champions Not officially But by everyone's estimation You are champions You cannot be caught A 4-1 win against Hearts today Means the league title Is surely in the bag So congratulations Pick up the phone And let us know How it feels What the performance was like today How big an achievement that is Considering it's season one Under Ange Postacoglu And everything that happened last week And all the recruitment that took place how do you feel after winning the league today? Almost. 01419511025. Rangers fans, it's only Saturday. There's no chance you're over Thursday night yet, so pick up the phone. Let us know how you're feeling about that one. We can look ahead to the game tomorrow. Big win for Motherwell today. Some big results across the leagues as well. So now is your chance to have your say on the open line. 01419511025. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025.
Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson And Gordon DLR here They all want to hear from you So let's do it 0141 951 1025 And you can have your say On a busy busy few days For Scottish football If we start today Well Celtic are champions Not officially But that goal difference Means surely the title Is in the bag After a 4-1 win Against Hearts So sum it all up for us Celtic fans Just come and bask in the glory If you want Congratulate your team Tell us what The secret's been for you What you made of today's performances Praise the manager The players Do whatever you like 0141-951-1025 Rangers fans I've got a sneaky suspicion You've still got Seville On your minds After that momentous night At Ibrox So again Same to you Pick up the phone And what about you Motherwell fans Particularly the ones That want Graham Alexander Sacked you now might have to get the passports out for a European tour Because you're up into fifth How does that fit with a manager that you want sacked? Let us know 01419511025 What a few days it's been Hugh Evans. Amazing 48 hours uh, Rangers reach a European final Celtic take the championship from Rangers But the Rangers fans I think are more concerned by Seville May 18 The Celtic fans have their own personal Satisfaction because They lost the league by 25 points last season They had an awful time of it They had a chaotic summer Of chasing Eddie Howe And ending up with Ange Postacoglu And he was anything but Second prize He has got the top prize because Not because of any Fancy exotic This that or the other Because they were the kings of consistency 30 games in a row No defeats Champions Yeah Pretty special day For Celtic When you look at it As it stands just now 34 points Swing for last season I know Rangers can cut that But I mean Exceptional stuff You know The consistency Hugh's right to touch on that Because that's what it takes To win A league title And When you get to this point Of the season You start to think back Of some of the big performances And big results Where they had to dig in We were watching a game At Dingwall this afternoon, remember Anthony Ralston's 97th minute winner at Dingwall. You think up at Pataudry, big goals. You think at Abada against Dundee United in the last minute. All these things come into your head and how they've made the difference. And everybody in that Celtic squad, backroom, staff have played their part in regaining the title. And it's worth repeating, Gordon, because of that, mixed with Thursday, we're in the strangest of scenarios where both Celtic and Rangers fans are on a high at the same time. Yeah, but it's incredible. Never uh, heard of this, especially at this time of the year, Gordon. Rangers fans, ecstatic after Thursday night. The night that they had was incredible. Everyone's scamming to book tickets now and flights to go to Seville to be a part of it. Celtic, you'd say at the beginning of the season, we got a, a double. Nobody would have believed you. They've been absolutely brilliant. I love the manager I really do I've taken to him The way he's come in The way he's Just adapted to Scottish football Didn't bring His in co- his own coaching staff He just believed in his philosophies The Celtic fans Must have really enjoyed The brand of football The players The energy Everything about it And today As much as there's still Two games to go He finished it off in style Let's be honest 0141 Come on let's talk to each other On the phones Alexander is a Celtic fan In Duke Street Alexander, how does it feel to pretty much be league champions? Hi there, hi, nice to speak to you. And you? I'm very happy, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy. I was at the game today, uh, it was a lot of joy in the stadium, uh, a lot of good feelings between the supporters and the players, 
and after going a goal down against a good Hearts team with a really good goalkeeper uh, and a strong team, I think we really did well and that's what we've been doing the whole season. Uh, I think just all credit to Ange and all the players are really really gelled after a tough start. Um, aye, and I think it's just really what's really good. I was talking to some of the supporters that sat around about me. There's all the different players for different nationalities. So some of them don't even speak like very good English, but they're still managing to gel together and score great goals, and they just look really unified. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, just ni- it's just nice to see. Yeah, I suppose, Hugh, in, in many ways today sums up a lot of it. Because the the character was there In the sense uh-huh. that they fell behind And had to find a way back And then so was some of the Swashbuckling high tempo football That the fans have come to love So was the contribution From guys like Kyogo And yeah. Matt O'Reilly The new signings Then the contribution of arguably The man of the match The captain The guy who's been there So actually in the 90 minutes today A lot of it was was summed up And that's why Celtic are in this position I love the symmetry of it you play your first league game against Hearts and lose. You play your 36th league game against Hearts, win, become champions. And in Giacomakis, Maeda, Kyogo, O'Reilly, all brought in under Ange Postacoglu, all have made a telling contribution in the latter part of the season. Giacomakis came, had his injury problems. But then, when Kyogo spent four months out of the team, Giacomakis stood up to the plate and got plenty of goals for Celtic. Maeda, a slow burn as I always describe him. He started slowly, but gathered in pace and he has the the love of the fans now. O'Reilly, from the MK Dons to Glasgow and all its madness, but has handled it all and has scored telling goals. And Kyogo... Four months out He left The darling of the fans He came back The darling of the fans He won The Premier Sports Cup For Celtic Practically on his own Ange Postacoglu Can tonight Relax with one of those uh, Scottish whiskies That he always talks about And reflect On a job well done It's an interesting take on it That we've not Discussed that often Mark I think today I think And I'm very quickly Off the top of my head Nine different nationalities Represented for Celtic at some point on the pitch And they all just seem to be pulling in the same direction Well when you play with good players You don't really need to communicate You know you get a feel for each other um, You become better You know they bring the best out in you So it's no surprise to me I mean the surprise is the instant impact That these players have had You know when they've been brought to this country Either in the summer or in the January window Because most of them have had an instant impact We always talk, especially on the show When there's a new signing, a marquee signing It may take them time to adjust to the country The culture, the style of play And I'm sure we were seeing the same When we've seen these players coming in In the summer and in January But they all kind of hit the ground running They all started performing in big games I mean, who says Maeda is a slow burner he, he's, he's right in terms of his performances But he scored, uh, was it his first game? Uh, against Hibs did he score so uh, I mean they've all had that impact right away you look at Hatati, you know as well man of the match that game you you look at you know Kyogo it took him well, not very long he came on against Hearts and it was at the following week uh, he scores a hat trick so these players have have been brought 
to Celtic because Ange Postecoglou believed that they were good enough. I don't think he ever questioned them, but it's all right believing in them. They still need to go across the white line and do it for themselves, and they've stood up to the the task a hundred percent. They've certainly made an impact. Etikuchi probably I get injured at uh, Alwa Gordon. He's probably the only one, but the rest of his signings. You've got to see I've hit the ground running Every one of them have, have, have been terrific Alexander What did you expect From this season If you take us back A few months To be honest Because our last season Was so disappointing And let's be honest Rangers were great Last season Their defensive record Their Just everything They really stepped up uh, And Celtic were poor They were losing goals From almost every set piece But you look at Now So credit where credit's due Last season For Rangers And the league I think credit where credit's due for this season in the league. We've got the best defensive record. I'm sure we've got the best goal-scoring record. Maybe not the top goal-scorer, but we've de- definitely got the best defensive record. Uh, so I just really credit to turn that around. And watching like Starfield and uh, Carter Vickers, I know a lot of play- uh, fans, Starfield were a wee bit dodgy. He was a sort of, I don't know, like the F.A. Ambrose sort of player for Celtic, a bit dodgy. But if you look at his stats, they're, they're really good. They've really stepped up and uh, they've done great. Uh, and I think that's also a credit to Joe Hart. So although he's not had that much to do in terms of saves, he really does look like a leadership figure. And he's a gentleman as well. He's, he, I don't know. I've just got really good words for them. I think they've done great. They've done themselves proud and they've been gentlemen. Same with the manager. Yeah, I mean, there will be... A number of stats that sort of back up what Celtic have done. The most important ones, just the points total. What, uh-huh. what kind of happens thereafter is not as important. But that is them up to 85 goals scored, 21 conceded. You know, it's the most scored, it's the least conceded. I think if you dig a lot deeper, someone will be able to tell me about, you know, total shots and expected goals and all that sort of thing, Hugh. It's all pointed towards a team that's winning this league. Also, if you take the matches against Rangers... Celtic came out on top points wise against Rangers as I say I don't think you need look at Rangers and the points that they dropped against teams they were not expected to drop points against if Celtic simply refused to lose then there's nothing Rangers can do about it so on the one hand the the part of the refuse to lose involved three games against Rangers and that has also contributed in a major way towards Celtic being the champions tonight. I think Alexander made a good point there. He mentions all the, the, the players throughout the team, but Joe Hart, I think, was always going to be such an important signing. To get that right after the shambles of last season was huge. One of the manager's biggest calls, I think, to get your goalkeeper right and to have somebody reliable because then you can build for there. And Starfield and Carter Vickers have been great, formed a great partnership but you need somebody behind you that they have confidence in and, and believe in and he's certainly been that. He's, made, he's had one or two errors. Maybe last week he could have done better and other games he could have done better but some of his stops this season, exceptional. And Postacoglu must have something about him in terms of man management because when Joe Hart came here he said that basically people in, in England had written him off. Too old, done it all but no thank you. And he said he needed someone to love him again and tell him what a good player he was Ange Postacoglu did that To assimilate the Japanese players As he has done Is another great trick That he's pulled off Because It's not easy to move to another continent Never mind another country 
and play your football another continent so in every respect he's getting something out of everyone where you might have thought there would have been difficulties here difficulties there mm. but Ange Postacoglu has done it all against this backdrop of this incredible city where to finish second is to finish nowhere the tension is always there the rivalry is so intense you need to put an asbestos covering over it at times he's taken it all on board and he's beat the system good man Alexander will you give us a call back sometime of course of course it's our pleasure good man we'll speak to you soon that was Alexander in Duke Street let's get ready for Brendan who's a Celtic fan by hearing from Ange Postacoglu who knows the league title's pretty much in the bag but he's keeping a, a bit of a lid on things very proud of the group you know it was a we obviously um, conceded early, which hasn't happened too often during this run. And uh, you, know, you, 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 you kind of think about how the playing group will uh, respond to that. But you know, they're outstanding again. Didn't miss a beat. You know, um, stayed on course in terms of playing our football. And you know, after that, I thought we were outstanding. Uh, scored four good goals, and then uh, Craig Gordon was outstanding again. But um, just super proud of the group. The thing is that. You know, under different circumstances, different scenario. We knew today was obviously significant, and you know you could sense that there was a nervousness, you know, even around the stadium. So, all those factors, um, it's how people deal with it. But as I said, I, I never had any doubts. I mean, it didn't worry me. But you know, I'm sure people were looking to, to see how we respond. And again, like I said, this group has found a way to, to respond, but not veering away from, like I said, from the, the basic values and, and fundamentals we have as a football team. How's the dressing room in there and how much are you looking forward to Wednesday now? Yeah, they're, they're great. Again, I'm sure they're proud of them, you know, their own performances as well and how they've dealt with it. And uh, we're looking forward to Wednesday. Uh, you know, I said to the boys before the game that you know, there are many ways you can, you can finish something off, you know, go through that finishing tape and you can collapse through it or you can go through it at top speed. And, you know, that's what we want to do. That's what we've been doing all year. And, you know, we want to go hard on Wednesday and then get back up here and, and go hard again in the last game. There's nothing wrong with enjoying the journey, you know. Uh, it's not always just about the destination. And uh, I thought it was a top performance for the, from the boys today. And, and, you know, for us, that's the greatest reward you can get to, to see the joy that it brings other people, whether that's, you know, your own family or, or people who love you or just the supporters who, who, who love this football club. Um, something we've contributed to uh, gives so much joy to so many. Let's bring in Brendan, who's a Celtic fan, and see how he feels this evening, Brendan. Absolutely, just absolutely delighted with, with what Celtic have achieved this season. What Andrew's done for us is just remarkable. It's a good connection in this area because your last caller there was, was from Duke Street. I'm actually sitting in Duke Street out picking up dinner for the kids at the moment, and I believe you've got a caller coming on very, very soon from Deniston, quite a well known one. That's just news to me. Why should he be? was telling me. <laughs> telling me. I hope he's going to. I hope he's going to take back some of the comments that he made at the start of the season about Ange. But but moving on for that, delighted. He's he's just an absolute breath of fresh air into Scottish football. He handles the media. It's, it's about him. There's not a bad thing you can say. The signings he's made. You there a couple of minutes ago about his man management. You know he's got Joe Hart and turned his career around. Yeah, I think that's that is important, Hugh. The like the madness of this rivalry, of course, you, 
You're not going to win everyone over. That's just ridiculous. And nor should you. What's the point? That's the that's the, the pettiness of the rivalries. Yeah. Actually, what what keeps it going at times. Um, but I think for most people, and then any neutrals that are out there and people on the outside, you'd be hard pushed not to be impressed by Ange Postecoglou this season. And then I found one sentence in the audio you played there that I disagreed with. As I said to you, I think he's terrific. A colourful speaker, intelligent, insightful speaker. But he said something there about it's not always about the destination. Yes, it is. It is always about the destination in this city. Because the championship, while being the, the, the cause of great celebration tonight... For the Celtic fans They did not think They were getting a championship This season Not after last season But Ange Postacoglu Has given them The championship And in the matches That mattered he, He's so honest as well When he lost to Rangers The first time at Ibrox He said Down to me I shouldn't have played Kyogo wide And played Giacomacus uh, Through the the middle No it wasn't Giacomacus It was Edward mm. Edward yeah Um he was honest enough to say The 1-0 defeat is down to me Then they had the night That the Celtic fans still Think of fondly When they beat Rangers 3-0 at Celtic Park And then he went to Ibrox And That was the day the league was won Because they went a goal down And 1-2-1 in the end In the big moments In the league It's only the league we're talking about tonight In the big moments in the league He's come through big time and that's been part of being the kings of consistency. How did you feel at the start of the season, Brendan, or even a couple of games in when it wasn't going well? You guys in the first week of August, um, after we lost the Hearts, I, I, I said at the time, you know, I'd, I'd pray for them. I'd, I'd pray that they'd build something. You know, I didn't think it's been, it's been, it's been proven to me in the league, certainly the league say, that I didn't think that the, the Rangers team at that time under their, their manager at that time I don't think was, was good enough to, to beat Celtic over, over a, a, a marathon of this year that's been proven to be the case they've changed manager in the middle of the season yeah Mark I'll give you credit which makes me feel a bit uneasy you very I mean I can't give you too much credit you thought Rangers would win the league like everyone else but pretty early I, th- I can't remember maybe October September oh, I don't know. That, yeah. Pretty early You mm. declared yourself And said I want to change My prediction I know Celtic are behind But I can see enough here That they're going to come back And win this league Yeah well For me We have to give opinions At the start of the season on, on what's happening At that time And Celtic at that time Were a mess Ange Postecoglou A new manager here Had a lot to do So you give your prediction Because Rangers You know Hadn't lost anybody They still looked the same team But when I saw the difference In you know the Celtic team, the way they played, the way the players were now adapting to Postecoglou's style. Some of his signings coming in, it was exciting football. And when they were on top of their game, they just blew teams away. So it was quite evident as time wore on, and the more hours he had on the training pitch with those players, and more to add in January, the better Celtic were going to get. And that's proved the case. I think you know it was pretty easy to see that. The only thing was. You know how they were going to be defensively if they could tighten that up. I think as the seasons wore on, they've got much better defensively because that was the big question. They play this, these full backs, you know, inverted, but they were leaving gaps wide open. I think they have worked tirelessly on the training pitch to get that right and they get their rewards at the end of the season. 
Yeah, um, Matt went a bit early You're looking at a Rangers team that still has a six point lead You're looking at a Rangers team who just come off winning the league You're looking at a Rangers team that had been together for a few years So I was still confident Rangers could win it But Postacoglu's been brilliant His transfer windows have been different class He looks like a manager in control of a football team Everything he does just now The Celtic fans love him I think he's great for Scottish football Thank you Brendan 01419511025 Get your call in, we'll speak to you next Games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Gordon DL, Mark Wilson, and Hugh Evans are here looking back on a big day of Scottish football. A day where Celtic pretty much got over the line to win the title. It can be officially done if Rangers drop points tomorrow, or it would maybe roll on to Wednesday night instead. Rangers fans still keen to hear from you because quite frankly. It'll take more than two days to get over what happened on Thursday. So there's still a lot to get through there. Pick up the phone and talk to us. 01419511025. Whilst we hear from more callers, let's hear from Ange Postacoglu again on the achievement. Picks out some of his players and aims going forward. For us, what's important is that I think we've earned it this year and, and we continue to earn it. We're, we're not... Like I said, we're not collapsing over the line, or you know, we're, we're strong. We're we're committed to something, and um, our performances and and the challenges we're overcoming is reflecting that. So, any way it comes, I think is fine, and more importantly, I think it's fully deserved. Yeah, you know, as I've said before, it's uh, you know my boys take charge. So uh, there's a new flick out of the bad guys. So that's on the agenda tomorrow in the afternoon, and we'll see how that goes. You look at this group of players, and you know they've all sort of come in at different times, and a lot of them have had sort of disrupted seasons for one reason or another. I mean, you see David Turnbull today. I mean, he's an outstanding footballer and he had a great start to the season. And he's, you know, he's had to sit on it, you know, and do his rehab and, and not contribute. So, you know, he's just one example. Matt O'Reilly's been with us for four months. He's 21 years old. So I think there's... And the key thing for that is that there's an environment there and they've got the right attitude that they want to improve. Now, the responsibility lies with me and... And, and all the other staff to, to make sure that we keep improving them um, because I know they want more. And, you know, the way we're playing and the way we've played at times this year, I think, is, uh, has been outstanding. I don't want to downplay it and say that, you know, we're, we're going to be better next year and dismiss some of the performances we've had this year. I think they've been outstanding. And, but, you know, when, with everything you do, you, you, you lay down a marker and what you want to do is come back the next time and, and hit a new target. And that's what we'll do. Yeah, when when the story is written of the, of the season, I think people will will probably reflect that it's been a fairly, you know, pretty outstanding effort on all fronts, no doubt. And that's why, you know, I, I know I talk a lot about this is just the first step of the rebuild and we're going to be better. But I don't say that to dismiss the extraordinary effort that's taken this year and 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 you know the achievement of this group of players. Let's go to John, who's a Celtic fan in Bishop Briggs. How do you feel tonight, John? I'm over the moon. Uh, it's been a wee real roller coaster and a half. I just took us on this season and looking forward to see where we go for here, especially in Europe as well next season. Does it, I mean, does it feel like it's done, John? So, sum up the feeling of it. It might. Does it have that same, you know, sort of full time whistle goes and everyone celebrates because you know you've won the league? Does it? Does it still feel that way? Aye, aye, that's it. The league's over. The last few weeks I've kind of obviously had debates now with some Celtic fans and other Rangers fans and stuff. That I was kind of wasn't. Going to declare the league, obviously, but now the day I feel so confident that's over. There's, there's no way they're catching us. Uh, it's your title. Yeah, I think you have to, to be honest, if you look at the the goal difference and so on. 
I mean what jumps out at you John you, you could go on all day Because there's so many players have contributed The managers obviously have been a big part of it What What's the, the kind of main thought that you have after today? One of the things I notice is obviously Ange got another uh, manager of the month again I think that's five he's had And obviously he's had four in a row there I just I was kind of looking at all the other ones through the past And I don't think any other manager's done that before For a season, five manager of the month Obviously for him to come and come in there at his debut season uh, the message came into And obviously he's just come out himself And he's never not had any backroom staff for it And I just think that's, that's tremendous the job he's done Yeah, it's a, it's a fair point you look, The ultimate sign of a manager is the league table It's not the amount of manager of the month awards that yeah. they've won But, to, you know, to, to look at John's point You can only win five of them if you've been pretty consistent, obviously The, the man has come in under circumstances that were unique you know, when Martin O'Neill took over Celtic, uh, you know, he had a Celtic background. Uh, he was involved in British football. Uh, when Brendan Rodgers came in, he had a Celtic background. He had his background in British football. But Ange came in from Asia. And prior to that, he'd been manager of the Australian national team. So... Everything about this experience was brand new to him But he has done everything in the right and proper way And you have to think that all of the players Like Giacomacus, Maeda, Kyogo, Matt O'Reilly They will all be better for the experience of having had However many months they've had in Glasgow And having to live with the, the rivalry while winning a title You have to think that they will be better for that And be joined by Other new Outstanding players next season Yeah I mean John Four goals scored today I know there are lots of players that are pleasing you But it must be the The strikers The, the goal getters that have caught the eye At parts of this season 100% It's just It's the way they've done it as well Basically the two of them have had a half a season each And uh, the two of them in double figures And Kyogo's on 18 uh, Jack and Marcus on 14 There's still a couple of Couple of games to play, so they think you can hit the twenty mark. Never know, Jack and Marcus could maybe get the twenty mark as well. He scored a few hat tricks already this season, so just think it's phenomenal. Obviously, the two of them only having half a season each, really. Yeah, Mark, I think it's eighteen in thirty-one appearances. Yeah, for Kyogo, which is a good return at any level. Yep, I, I think when you're a Celtic striker, you should be expected to score twenty mm. plus. But when you're playing, like John says, there half a season each. I think that's a great return I think Kyogo was well on track To be the top goal scorer in Scotland at one point uh, And then obviously he has to stay injured for a long time And I thought Jack and Marcus had big shoes to fill Because Kyogo, for only being in the country for about 3-4 months He was a hero already with the Celtic fans And they were quite devastated when he was out So big shoes to fill that And he was a slow burner But once he's got up and running he's been terrific So thinking into next season Celtic managers got a choice of two there Two different ways of playing And you add Maeda to that And you add Abada At the top end of the pitch Celtic have had goals spread throughout Yeah, Giacomacus has got 14 and 27 So again, he's better than 1 and 2 Which you know tends to be quite a, a basic barometer Of what's good for a striker um, See, so They've both clearly had their shooting boots on Yeah, a good return from the, the, the forwards um, When you play... Up the forward line gone It's all about goals People can talk about Your performances But Strikers live off goals They, they grow in confidence With goals And Mark's right there If you look at Celtic 85 I think this season Now They too have contributed Massively But You take into consideration 
the wide guys as well, Jota with his goal, Abada, they're, they're not playing every week. You know, they're not playing every week. Maeda's chipped in. So their goal's coming from that front line. Mm. I, I agree. I think that uh, this season has been a learning curve for them as well. And I think these new guys that have come in and won the double and, and you know, added so much to Celtic, next year they will only be better. Thank you, John. Let's ask Thomas to describe his emotions today. Thomas? Hi, Gordon. How you doing? Uh, how you doing, Panel? Good, thank you. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just... Totally delighted with Andy and his players both, you know. The comfort for a team that started the season with absolutely no players, didn't have even have a manager, you know what I mean, of, of Eddie Howe, the back on things like that. And we were up wondering where we were going. Um, and this guy's just gone for Asia, unknown. Nobody knew who he was. And, you know, he's just done, he's just done wonders. Absolute wonders. Obviously, he went and lost the first. Three games of the season or something, we were wondering what's, what's going on, you know. But see, see, his singing score was absolutely quality, even for the front and the back. Joe Hart, Carter Vickerson, Starfelt, I come on here and say Carter Vickerson made Starfelt a, a much better player. And he has, you know, I mean, the two of them just dealt totally. And you can see it, you can see it, they're not making as many mistakes as they used to. And again, you've got O'Reilly, Jota, Abada, the Japanese boys. Yakamakas as well I'm just Thoroughly So pleased with him You know what I mean Even Even when he comes across An interview He's just He's just so nice to listen to I just love listening to him Just He's so humbling And so I hope he stays For a long time to come You know But, but just a happy selling man I'm just So so happy Yeah I can hear that I can hear the emotion In, in Thomas's voice When you look at the rebuild I, I remember reading somewhere That The players at Celtic Lost or let you know left the club uh-huh. amounted to I think it was round about fifteen hundred appearances for the yeah. club that left and with that over three hundred goals so that was the size of the rebuild there won't be many clubs any one time who lose fifteen hundred appearances in a season because mm-hmm. obviously you add them all up you're Scott Brown and so on so that was the size of the rebuild Hugh and everybody assumed. Even the most optimistic Celtic fans assumed it would take longer than this to win a league. Again, I go back to the managerial icons at Celtic. When Martin O'Neill came in, Dermot Desmond gave him £22 million to do it in a season, and he did. He already had Henrik Larsson, in many people's eyes, the greatest player ever to have worn Celtic's jersey, and he was given £22 million to spend on top of that, won a treble. When Brendan Rodgers came in, Given anything he wanted What Brendan wants Brendan gets Was the saying at the time Won a treble Ange Postacoglu came in Under very very different circumstances Bought wisely Bought prudently And very nearly Mm. Won a treble From the ashes Of the season before Not from A strong base From the ashes Of the previous season And won two trophies Mm. Remarkable Look Ange has been backed Mark But he had to be Because the captain left The top scorer And arguably best player left A Scotland international And Ryan Christie left Christopher Ayer Went to the English Premier League He left They obviously needed Big time Almost a full new back four Because last season's Was a disaster Goalkeeper And so on So I mean yeah, and that's why you know he can't be the only one just to take credit from for this. He should take the most credit because he's a manager and he has to shoulder the blame and he has to come out to the media and it's his work, his vision. But you're right; he was backed from the club hierarchy. 
He's surrounded by People won't see it But there will be people in recruitment Who are doing an awful lot of work To identify players Who have played here You know He would have known Joe Hart of course But guys like O'Reilly You know Is that Ange Postacoglu's pick Or is there someone behind the scenes Presenting that to Ange Postacoglu I've no doubt A lot of that comes into it at Celtic So it's been a huge team effort, but of course, Postacoglu will get all the credit and he deserves a lot of it, but there's others who have chipped in. Yeah, his signings have been terrific, Gordon, I've got to say, but you're talking about recruitment and <clears throat> people getting pats in the back. The ones for me that were under the more, most pressure was the guys that stayed there, the Kennedy, McManus, Strachans, Stevie Woods. They've been they've been a massive part of this and I think Postacoglu has built that trust there. They're a terrific team now. They all trust each other, all work in the same direction. It's worked out perfectly well for them. Recruitment, not just in playing, but in backroom staff is very important as well. Postacoglu, sorry, has got it spot on this year. Yeah, I've got to say, Daz is right. The, the guys that were there, the staff that were there, and who was it said it earlier? Was it Roger or Fraser said a lot of the attacks were personal on John Kennedy and Gavin Strachan? And, you know, Hans Postacoglu's taking all this credit, but he had to have a staff wrapped around him to help him with things, to, to give him knowledge of the game here. And they've all contributed. So huge credit must go to every single one of them. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Golden Goals. Tell you what What a few weeks we've had On Golden Goals Hugh Keevans yeah. Add them up Three for Rangers on Thursday Four for Celtic today That leaves us with £32,250 To give away To someone who might be listening Right now You'd manage a return trip to Seville with that Would you not? I Even looking at some of the prices You'd get by Yeah you'd manage maybe some uh, Euros for spending money as well Most of you know how it works by now But for anyone who hasn't heard It's pretty simple Every time Celtic or Rangers score We add at least £250 Into the cash jackpot We started with a grand in January And we're now over £32,000 And Rangers play tomorrow So it could go up again Don't leave it till it's too late Get your phone out Text GOAL to 61025 That's G-O-A-L to 61025 It's £2 plus your standard message rate Over 18s only and the full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com It goes right to the end of the Scottish Cup So that's 6pm Saturday the 21st of May So please don't forget, do not miss out Text GOAL to 61025 right now And Rangers fans, where are you? Let's look ahead to tomorrow Are you resting? Absolutely everyone Is Roy Mackay up front tomorrow? Who's playing? Alec Lowry signed a new deal today by the way Would you start him? Leon King is the cotton wool getting out ahead of Seville Is the league over? Let us know. We will speak to you and hear from more managers next. After they play, you have your say. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard's open line. Into the final part of today's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Gordon DL, and Mark Wilson are here, and you can still join them on the phones or on Twitter. We've looked back on Celtic's title success. We are looking ahead to Rangers game. <laughs> Against Dundee United at Ibrox tomorrow And there's a lot of other talking points to get through as well Rangers fans, where are you? Who would you play tomorrow? Are we talking like rest everyone and anyone And a complete, you know, change the team And just wrap everyone in cotton wool? Or is that not the way you would go? Do you, you, know, do you still play people? Do you try and get them confident and nice momentum And whatever else going towards the final? 
I don't know how you feel about it You can let us know I think one thing's for sure Hugh Keevans I mean they don't have far to travel tomorrow They're at home We're talking about How you get to Seville Rangers could get anywhere they want On a cloud of euphoria At the moment Because Thursday night Was quite something Well you know When the last time You were in a European final Was half a century ago When the last time You appeared in a European final Was 14 years ago You are entitled to savour the moment When 10, 11 years ago You were playing in the lower leagues What we could summarise as the wilderness years Going through those leagues Taking two attempts to get out of the championship To be in a European final Is truly a fairy tale story I mean tomorrow Gordon Mm. If if everyone If the league is as over as everyone says it is And I I think everyone does agree what, What are Rangers doing between now and Seville? Squad players for me Gordon well, I mean, like drastically. Oh, yes, drastically. As in, James Tavernier doesn't play. Hundred percent. Ryan Kent. Hundred percent. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'm not one of these. You know, I used to, maybe a cup final coming up or whatever. I know that you. But it's such, it's such an important game. Hughes just said that there. Fifty years since the last one, a European Cup. Uh, Fourteen years since the last got to a final. This means everything to Rangers. It's absolutely fantastic achievement. Me personally. I would wrap every single one up in Cottonwell. I would tick it over. I would just keep the camp going and I would give French players the opportunity. Remember, Rangers have got a big squad. They can put mm-hmm. still put a decent 11 out there tomorrow against Dundee United. Me personally, you don't risk Taverniers. You don't risk Kent's. You keep that to nice light training and build up from there. Too this, big. I mean, at the same time though, Mark, we're not suggesting James Tavernier plays no minutes between now and Seville, are we? So... Yeah. I, I, I don't think he will I, I, I'm with Daz here I think the, the full squad will be utilised Probably tomorrow I think Come midweek Maybe some of them will get some minutes um, But the Listen the risk is so great And I suppose the old argument is If they're still doing training They could get injured in training But you're looking to minimise mm. Any Any you know injuries to your main players So guys like Kent you know, Tavernier, Goldson, I wonder how much they'll play. Obviously, and you know what? It might be easy in some regards because Aaron Ramsey came back and was on the bench the other night. So maybe yeah. he just comes in and plays. Is Kamar Roof back and you're trying to get him up to speed? He well, plays. Look at the bench the other night. You know, guys like Davis as well. Arfield's been in and out of the team. So that's right. They could play a team tomorrow that would resemble their, their strongest and still be. Very strong to beat Dundee United, but it's the it's the couple of standout. Is it's Tavernier, it's Goldson, it's Kent. I would even go McGregor. You know, I would even go McGregor. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's what age is he now? Forty. Forty. You're wanting your best goalkeeper on the day. I, and McLaughlin, there's a chance for you to go and play three league games in a row. But McGregor, see, the players have played that many games to this point of the season. Doesn't make any difference about oh, you don't want to go in and you've not played yeah, for a I while. Agree, They've agree. played loads, so I'm with Daz. Get them a few days off, then get them back in and around the squad for midweek game, and then it's time just to rest up and just do minimal training. I mean, Alec Lowry signed a new contract today, twenty twenty five. What do you make of that? And does that sometimes the does that boost his chances of playing? You know, you give him the announce the contract the day before and then he plays the next day. I would have no problem putting him in tomorrow against Dundee United, Gordon. Oh. They've showed confidence in the boy. We're giving them a new contract. Um he's been about the squad now. He's got used to being a first team uh, squad player. He's been on the bench, he's been working with the first team week in, week out. 
So there's a great opportunity And plus the fact The confidence the boy will have From signing that new deal Because there was talk Maybe him uh, leaving Rangers And going to try and find First team football But I think that's an opportunity tomorrow I just think it's too important To start risking anything With your big hitters I think you've got to keep them out the the firing line. I, I do agree with Mark. We all talk about it. I've spoken about it myself saying, well, you can get in, injured in training, but you've got to limit the risk now for me. And as Mark quite rightly says, the amount of games I've played, they ain't going to lose that much fitness. They ain't going to lose that sharpness. Wrap them up in cotton wool. A week on Wednesday, too important. It'll be party time anyway, won't it? The fans who are already I you know, going care, along at this it will be an, an air of celebration Yeah You know the only argument About resting them is That Rangers have been on this Remarkable run Playing 120 minutes yeah. Then into the league game And it, and it just it keeps turning back up yet. They look stronger At the end of games And you just Wonder if that goes into The manager thinking And going well We've been alright to now And we've performed In the European stage After playing league games We're full strength squad Can they do it again Does he disrupt What's led them to this point to get the maximum effort I think for me I'm I'm the same as Daz I would rest them I would give the guys A few days off Bring them in Light training And try and get the most Out of them that way But again It's a It's a tough decision For Van Bronckhurst to make I think if you played The full team tomorrow The fans would be saying Why? I mean the, the Rangers fans Know tonight That the championship's gone They're quite happy They're okay They've got a European final to look forward to But they know the championship Done and dusted Celtic are the champions So Why on earth Wouldn't you rest people? I just think it gives the manager An opportunity To give For instance Lowry Look It's Dundee United Dundee United have had a very very good season But what I'm saying is If you're a Rangers squad player You should be good enough to go At home And play against Dundee United um, if you're not You shouldn't be at the club So what try to say What's up with Dundee United? N- nothing I just feel that If you're if you're in the squad mm. at Like I feel for instance You've got Sakala You've got Wright that can play You've got people like that Roof if he's back Ramsey uh, Davis It's not like you're playing Young I, I would like to see uh, Leon King tomorrow mm. In the, the centre defence I think he's got a lot to offer I like the boy Interesting if he gets an opportunity Let's start hearing from some of the managers today Graham Alexander Motherwell up into fifth After going to Ross County and winning It could be a, a European Well it is a European place at the moment But Motherwell need to stay there Here's what he had to say Been a tough week yeah Because um, Callum Slattery uh, Kev Van Veen Bevis McGarvey Sean Goss Liam Kelly We've all been ill this week A couple of them have tried uh, Three of them haven't tried at all Until yesterday um, But um, Callum and Kev made it, uh, you know. But obviously, with this week, uh, we just thought they had, they had to be on the bench. But we knew we'd need them at some point, and um, yeah, we're glad they they put themselves forward for the team. It was, it was great to see because there's there's been quite a few under the weather this week. This week, but you know they didn't want to. They wanted to be here with the boys and help us get that result. Yeah, we knew we'd be uh, down on numbers, but as long as we had enough that wanted to be here and wanted to try and take this club forward, then that's all we were. We were bothered about, you know. I remember the days when you might, you know, we played with one or two subs. So, you know, it's not that bad, <laughs> you know, having seven. So, um, but obviously we had a couple of young players that are, you know, making their way on the bench as well. Just seen it, and it's a penalty. I, de- I didn't know at the time, you know, because it's it's too far from us. But, you know, we just looked at it, and it's a it's a clear penalty. So, um, you know, Kev had only just come on, I think, a, a few minutes before. Um, and uh, if there's one man we want to take a penalty, it's Kev. He's uh, 
cool as you like. He's got great technique, and I think he he lives for these moments. So it was um, it was great to to be able to have him on the pitch at the time, and, and obviously put it away. We get calls in the last few weeks on a Saturday afternoon. Get Alexander out. None today. No, no, that's understandable. I'd like to see it again myself. If you're describing it as a clear-cut penalty, it wasn't clear-cut to any of us in here. But anyway, it's done and dusted now, and they've got uh, an exceptional win. Um, and that's two out of 16 in the nearly in Europe. Incredible. Yeah, it's quite something, Mark. Well, unbelievable. You know, we chatted about it. it doesn't matter when you amass the points throughout the season, as long as you get there. Hugh says the destination earlier on is the key thing. Well, the destination for Motherwell was to get into Europe. Doesn't matter if you went in a bad run mid season. You know, I think he deserved time. He got time, and he's in the right position at the minute. Right. If Celtic have all but won the league, but it's not official, then the same can be said for Dundee. They're all but relegated, but it's not official. Here's what Mark McGee. Had to say there was a big mistake for Charlie Adam. He was subbed as well, so lots to come out of Martin McGee. You know, it was like two minutes, whatever it was, we had a whole match ahead of us to get it back. You know, so, you know, it could have been a goal of any shape or form. Um, and if it's in the first minute, you think, well, you know, we've got the, the rest of the 89 minutes or 86 minutes, whatever we'd left to get it back. And the disappointing thing was we never looked like getting it back. So, uh, you know, that was... That was a surprise to me, uh, and it was a disappointment. You made changes again. Charlie came off, Paul came off, and Luke came off as well. Is that just trying something different? Just, just trying to, you know, shake it into something different and see if we can suddenly find a bit of energy and a bit of something. Um, you know, and we've only got, we're limited to what we can obviously do, so therefore we're limited to who we can take off. But we try to put a bit more positivity in here because we hadn't done that given the, the attacking team that we started with we still needed more so um, uh, it didn't really change it I think we have to think that St Johnson will take at least a point from the two games you know I think they will um, I think what we've got to do is we've got to we're at home you know we've got to pray for our pride um, we've got to you know be professional um, turn up properly roll up their sleeves and do all the things that they have been doing until uh, mostly t- till today um, and, and and just show the supporters that do decide to come on Tuesday night that, um, they, that they care and blah 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 it doesn't matter uh, they're down um, so it, it it was something that Gordon Strachan wanted to try recruited uh, Mark when he'd been out of football management for three years uh, and the stats tell you that it hasn't worked because he hasn't won a, a game as Dundee manager so I think everyone expected him to say something less than complimentary about Charlie Adam after last week's carry on but he's too shrewd for that and he did say look any goal of any shape or form lost that early in the game you still have plenty of time to pull it back but Dundee don't have what it takes to pull it back Something's up for Celtic today and Rangers tomorrow on the back of Thursday For Celtic today the fans are emotional they did not think a league title was theirs and it's down to Ange Postacoglu folk hero For Rangers tomorrow they know the championship's over the whole season now is about May 18 in Seville and they must react accordingly tomorrow and play a strong team, a recognisable team, but not the first team. Uh, yes, Celtic's title triumph is not confirmed. It can be tomorrow if Rangers fail to beat 
Dundee United if of course Rangers win then it rumbles on to midweek but Celtic are pretty much there we're back tomorrow 2 o'clock until 6 so make sure you join us GBX up next